Before I introduce our next guest, I just want to send out a message to everyone listening today. As we're recording this, it's Monday, March 30th of 2020, and there's a lot of turmoil in the world. We just can't ignore it and jump into our episode without acknowledging where things are with the impact of the coronavirus on our everyday life. Wherever you are, we hope you and your families are safe, have the food and supplies that you need, and are managing through these difficult times. More than ever, we need strategies for our mental health and our well-being. Together, we're stronger, and we just want to remind you to stay connected as we all figure out our new normal. Now, let's jump into this next episode, which happens to be episode number 50 with Shark Tank Season 1 success story that aired back in 2009, Tiffany Prumans, who was awarded $50,000 to fund her invention, Ava the Elephants, a medicine dispenser that was inspired by a sweet-natured boy with Down syndrome who struggled to take his medication. As his nanny, Tiffany tried her best to soothe his anxiety, using her creativity to invent a plastic medicine dropper, and by embedding a recordable sound chip from a greeting card, Ava the Elephant was born. And it's now one of Shark Tank's most well-known and beloved successes. Tiffany's story immediately grabbed our hearts because as a former nanny in Arizona, I related to Tiffany's entrepreneurial path. We use this product with both our girls in our home, improving our experience of giving the girls their medicine when they were sick, which is never an easy task. So thank you so much, Tiffany, for seeing this invention through. And Tiffany's infectious spirit has attracted the attention of media heavy hitters such as Dr. Oz, Fox Business, Entrepreneur, Forbes, and most recently, The Today Show. Tiffany cruised from nanny to inventor to entrepreneur on a wave of creativity, business strategies, and ideas that tugged at her giving heart. A respected inventor, iHeartRadio host, motivational speaker, successful entrepreneur, and mother of three, Tiffany now leads the mom genius team of passionate entrepreneurs by her daily intention that business success and personal fulfillment are not mutually exclusive. Tiffany, it's awesome to speak with you after all these years where we've been following and supporting each other's work. I just want to give some background for those watching, some history for you. Tiffany filmed a video for our early character ed program with her success story to inspire young entrepreneurs. And she's been supporting and cheering us on with our products for the school market, which is exciting because now, Tiffany, you've created your own course for inventors that can be used by anyone, including schools. Is that right? That's right. And I apologize. <laughs> I just realized mine was on mute and I thought you had me muted. So, <laughs> oh. so I'm just now joining you verbally. I had been talking, but uh, yeah, it, it's been quite a journey. I can't believe, I think you were one of the first, uh, your first podcast or recording was one of the first ones I did right after Shark Tank. And I remember being kind of a deer in headlights and going, oh, what am I supposed to do? Where do I look? Uh, so this is a little different. I'm used to doing this now, but it's been a wonderful journey. I wish I could have someone like you go and share that whole little blurb right before I start something so I don't have to do it because you do it much better than I do. <laughs> oh, well, it, I remember my first video. I, didn't, I couldn't even tell you what my name was when the yeah. video went on. I was like, who am I and what book did I write? I well, just think about this with what's going on right now with this current climate. Think about how many people are thrown into that that aren't used to doing anything on the computer with cameras. And all of a sudden now they're, you know, mm -hmm. thrown into having to record and interview and do things on camera that they're not used to doing. 
through because it was I feel such for them. Yeah, you're right. It, it took some time and practice. Well, Tiffany, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. I know it's weird times with the fact that we're, you've been homeschooling for a while. Is that, is that right? I've been watching. So I, um, even though I have a couple of different businesses, I homeschooled for a two year, two or yeah, two year period. My um, oldest daughter and son, uh, second child for a two year period, but I stopped this past year and actually put them back in school. Um, I was just juggling way too much and they were getting older in age and you know, the schoolwork gets more difficult. You realize what all you've forgotten and don't know. And so um, I knew they were better off in a, um, a classical school that we put them in here in town. And um, it allowed me to really focus on growing the different business ventures that I had. So it was a good move for me, but now we're all back to homeschooling. Exactly. So, so for some of us that have had practice, it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, easier, but it's still not easy because new assignments are getting thrown at us. So right. you know, the challenges are happening over here every day for us. So I thought, you know, it'd be perfect to have Tiffany on with all her experience. With yeah balancing everything but you know it's funny all the moms are talking about that right now because they're all you know they're thrown it they're pulled out of the workforce thrown into their house having to school their children and for me that's been the easiest change with this whole coronavirus thing is you know i'm used to juggling businesses and babies that's what i've done the whole time at all points at least two were home with me running my businesses but it's more of like personal things for me you know fighting anxiety and the different things that are going on in the world and trying to get past that, that I've been struggling with more so than just, you know, juggling kids. Absolutely. Well, as we talk, I'd love for you to share what kind of experiences you're having because it's been a whirlwind really since mm -hmm. we first spoke over 10 years ago. Can you just give a snapshot of what's happened in your life since you first appeared on Shark Tank? Because I know what's yeah. happened with you, but <laughs> I know there's been a lot personally and professionally. A lot of people see you, oh, she's so lucky. She got on Shark Tank and her life is made. So yeah. can you explain Woo! how it went after Shark Tank? Yeah, and I'll try to summarize it as best I can. Keep me on track because I get a little um, sidetracked at times. But mm -hmm. um, So I appeared on Shark Tank, as you said, got an investment from Barbara Corcoran. She invested in my product and was a business partner of mine for seven and a half years, right around seven and a half years. Um, it was fantastic. We did really well with the product, but we obviously, like any product-based business, had uh, a ton of different challenges. At the time, Barbara had not invested in any other um, products. So she was a uh, real estate mogul, had made millions uh, of dollars on real estate, but had never launched a product. So we were kind of the blind leading the blind in the beginning and uh, made a lot of mistakes. One of them was, you know, we, uh, when we first shipped our container, you know, our first small order of product over here on a container, we didn't know about something called less than load. And so um, the guy that Barbara knew, one of her connections uh, said, yeah, this is how much it costs to ship your product. And so we paid the, you know, close to $6,000 or whatever crazy amount it was mm -hmm. and found out shortly after that there was a thing called less than load, where if you're not shipping a whole container and the container is basically the back of a semi truck, um, you're paying less than load. You're just paying obviously as you should for your little section of that full container. Well, we shipped a whole container. So we paid, this person we paid essentially put products from God knows what, <laughs> all kinds of different businesses in there with ours. We took up this one little portion because this was just our initial maybe thousand to test the units before we got our first 30,000 for Shark Tank or 50, I think it was the first order. 
Um, and so, yeah, yeah, little or not little big mistakes like that, that cost us money that cut, you know, um, that were hardships for our company, um, were challenging, but we got through them. I learned from each and every one of them kind of, you know, stowed them away in my brain and said, okay, that will never happen again. Um, I also battled cancer, unfortunately, um, literally months after the show I was diagnosed after I filmed the show, I was diagnosed with cancer when my oldest daughter was a baby. Um, and so I started a two and a half, almost three year battle of, um, treatments and surgeries and, um, things to get through that battle, which now has been, you know, again, about seven years ago since I was cleared. So that's wonderful. Cancer free. Um, yeah. And then I went on, um, basically Ava kind of ran her course as far as a single skew product, meaning we were, uh, you know, when you go to the store and you see Gerber and it has, you know, 45 different products sitting there all together. Well, we were one product and you can do that and you can do that well for a certain amount of time, but there comes a point where you have to expand your brand mm -hmm. and have multiple SKUs. And so uh, Barbara and I came to the point where we said, look, are we going to expand this into other me medical products and a full line of, you know, uh, medicine based products? Or are we going to license the product or sell the entire company? Um, and so we went the route of licensing. We licensed to a company called Baby Delight. This is actually the, um, the newest Ava. This, these okay. were the, I was the first Ava, which I think I showed you on our first, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fabric one, um, some of the prototypes I kept. That's, so the, one. One, that's <laughs> the one that we had. Yep, that was the one we sold for seven years, me, uh, Barbara and I. And then this is the one that Baby Delight redesigned with me, which as you can see has changed oh, wow. quite a bit. Um, it's improved yeah. greatly. It's got a 10 mil um, syringe, it's got a 10 milliliter syringe now, sings a little song. Uh, and I jump all over the place, I apologize. But one of the funny stories from this one is, Barbara actually had me uh, record the sound for this one myself. I, I went to her and I said, we need a, we need a voiceover. And she said, voiceover, we're not paying a voiceover. Go and, uh, go and record that at somebody's studio. And so I went in and I plugged my nose and I made the little sound for this one. And I had to listen to it for seven years as my kids pressed it. So that was the first. And here's the, uh, here's where Ava is now is basically she's, she's, um, at home at baby delight, which is a wonderful company. They redesigned her really well and I've licensed her to him. And so the, uh, to them, um, and licensing basically means I have taken my IP, my patent and my uh, trademark, and I have lent it to this company for a certain amount of time. Um, and they're taking great care of her and I'm really happy with that partnership. Wow. And then that allowed you to go into now taking yes all your expertise and putting it into a course. So can you- Yeah, the course is actually more, it became more of a give back and a resource. I've got, if I had to compartmentalize kind of the things I've been doing and I have a hard time summarizing my journey sometimes because of this, but I licensed Ava. Ava was my first invention. That gave me time and energy to kind of focus on what do I want to do? And I was already in the process of giving back via my podcast. We have a, a podcast called Product Genius. It's on iHeart. It's on- um, Spotify, all sorts of different, every platform there is. And we basically did that as a give back. It was a way for me to share these same types of stories about product development and direct people to those. Well, I got to a point where about six or eight months ago, um, people were coming to me for the incubator that I own, which is called Mom Genius. So I launched a full size, a full company um, incubator where if products are at the right stage and are the right fit, we can actually launch the complete product. But not everybody is the right fit for that. Most people are where I was when I was on Shark Tank and say, I have an idea. I don't know where to go. Mm -hmm. And so as much as I could direct them to my podcast, that those didn't always give everything they needed as well. So 
I decided to build a course at the beginning. It just launched at the beginning of this year and um, put it on my website. It's like 89 bucks and it allows people to basically just get in and see the full view of what it takes to launch a product. Here's what, where you start. Here's how you make prototypes. Here's who to work with. Here's who I trust and have worked with over the years. Um, all the way up through licensing, manufacturing, fulfillment. It, it gives them a broad view of that because most people, they're clueless as to what they're about to you know, get into just like I was. And so the course became yet another give back, but also something I had to put a lot of time and energy into. So I have to charge for it, but I try to keep it really low so that anybody could just take a look at it and, you know, see if it's a journey they want to take. Well, that's amazing. I love it. I love it because along the way, you, you've seen that diagram of what it looks like to be an entrepreneur, yeah. all these squiggly lines. And, and, right. and the opportunity to watch you over the years so I saw everything I was cheering around going go Tiffany and then something would happen yeah <laughs> oh some terrible things happened I mean I had con artists come into my life that tried to take my entire company and everything I'd worked for and I mean just it, business can sometimes show you the ugliest side of people I've also seen the most wonderful sides of people through it but for the most part it can show you some really nasty greedy things and so mm -hmm. I had to stay super focused on two things the giving back portion which I'm really you know passionate about and the innovation you know being able to actually create things which is what we do at mom genius we're creating our own products we're helping others create theirs and so I can stay you know laser focused on those two things I'm, I'm okay Absolutely. And do you have anything in your office that keeps you on track? Like just being an entrepreneur here, I don't know if I can turn my camera, but <laughs> I don't know my walls or what I might cool. see, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, I, I don't, don't think I can turn my camera around unless I take it off, but I have these things up on my wall that kind of keep track of my five moves because you're, you're right. It's hard. It's like gut you know, courses, eBooks, and then you go down this rabbit hole yeah. and here we are in our home office and then the kids need, you know, their schoolwork and it gets all messed up. So how do you stay on track? I do the, I do the same thing. So I went to I actually went to home Depot, bought these giant whiteboards and we had them cut them into pieces. And so I've got one that's really, really long, a couple small ones I can move around the house. They're literally like this size and I just carry them around and just write things out. But, but I do the exact same thing. I, I, if I first have ideas for things and I'm excited about them, I wait to see if they're actually going to come to fruition, both with myself and my team. Um, is this something we're doing? And if it is, then it kind of goes to that permanent board of all these different initiatives I'm working on. Cause I'll forget certain ones. I mean, I'll be so, sometimes things will take your full focus. One product we're working on right now developing is taking a lot of my focus. And so I'll forget about the course or I'll forget about other things that are, I'm still passionate about if I don't put them up there and have intentions to actually get, you know, things done that pertain to whatever those different projects are. So it's not really a vision board per se. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, again, a broad view where every day, like you said, you can look at it and go, Oh yeah, I really want to circle back to that. That was something I was passionate about. And it's something that I think could be good. And I don't want to forget it. Absolutely. I love that. I love the creative process. It's, mm -hmm. it's been a part of my life here, taking an idea, writing it down and then how you're going to make it. Yeah. Um, and then how you're going to make market <laughs> and then, you know, bring that out into the world. There, there's a lot involved in that whole process. Yes, there is. 
I think that's the most, that's been the most challenging thing for me when I have entrepreneurs from Shark Tank. I just had an update re-air a few nights ago. And so I get that flow of a bunch of emails and people reaching out on social media asking for help. And they always say, you know, can, can I consult with you? Can I take you to coffee? Can I pick your brain? And what got so frustrating for me and the reason I created the course that's on my personal website now is that I couldn't, I knew that no matter, no amount of money, I could charge them $400 for consulting and sit down with them. But in no way, shape or form could I actually help them in that hour of time. You know what I mean? Like I could never, right. at least not in the product world, maybe there are certain things you can consult with and you could, you know, inspire people, whatnot in a consult on, in a consultation. But in the product world, there is, it's not possible to cover really anything in an hour, more or less, you know, the full journey. So I had to put something in place where they could see everything, do the work themselves. That's another big thing for me. Like if you're not going to get in there and actually do the work, don't come to me asking for help with it. You've got to actually be able to, you know, do everything I did because regardless of Barbara investing in me, I had to do all of the heavy lifting. I was doing everything, the receptionist, the shipping, the accounting, you know, <laughs> figuring out, you know, how to talk to overseas when I was shipping product. I mean, it was all me and it has to be you too if you're a product-based entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, along the way, did you ever get frustrated and want to give up and just say, forget this? Oh my gosh. Countless times. Um, you know, the person I told you I encountered that was um, a con artist in the truest sense of the word, um, that person made me want to give up. Thank God I didn't. I found people that I could trust that I did uh, lean on during that time. And I think what keeps me going and should keep most people going, whatever their business is, is their why. And so my why was um, children with special needs is where I started my journey. I wanted to be able to work hard enough and get my hours to where I could be with them more. And um, it took seven years for me to get there. For seven years, I remember crying and thinking, you know, why doesn't Barbara want to donate more to hospitals? Why doesn't it? It's because she was a brilliant businesswoman and she knew we had to build to a certain point before we were able to do all of this give back stuff. So now I'm finally in this sweet spot, you know, where I've worked my butt off for seven years, which is a drop in the bucket compared to my dad's journey, you know, but still mm -hmm. a long time. Um, and I can give back and, and do more of the things that I love, be at the hospital, you know, and visit with kids and, and just do the things that I love that inspire me. Oh, I love it. I love it. I feel like that's where we are over here as well. You know, a lot of years to get some ideas yeah. out there. And then now the, the podcast is definitely a give back ideas, strategies, but uh, it's, I definitely feel blessed to be at this place. And um, and then how about managing being a mompreneur, you know, raising three kids and handling everything that goes along with it. I know you talked to, about the fact that you homeschooled and, and had that balance pretty well, but how, how has it always been? Um, you know, I, again, I think that the juggling of the kids has been easy for me because I've always worked with children. So I've, I've always had creative ways to keep them busy and whatnot, but is it hard? I think the, of course. I think the biggest challenge for every mom, and at least for me, is that I feel that guilt. I feel um, if I'm working, like right now, you know, I had to threaten the kid's life. <laughs> Be quiet, not a word. I'm on a recorded podcast. Don't you dare walk in that room. Um, and my husband hasn't, thankfully, because he's home right now. But still, when he's usually not, you know, we're in a very weird time where everybody's at home. Usually it's me juggling them. So it's just being able to kind of, for me, it's been a being focused on my work when I'm doing my work and focused on my children when I'm with my children. And that takes a lot of practice. And it, it you know, it does take my third, my 
11 year old sometimes saying, mom, get off your email. Why are you looking at that? You told me you would not do that right now. And, and owning up to it, apologizing to her and actually staying focused on her. Um, so for, for us personally, we just get outside a lot. You know, we hike and we do things. And during that time, I don't take any business calls. I don't check any emails. I focus solely on my family. Love it. Love then it. you're fine to work hard the other hours, you know? Exactly. You don't have to be working 12 hour days. Just, no. You know, focus. And you shouldn't be. Yeah. And I love that. And I think it's crazy because the other day I was doing a podcast and I threatened my kids and they broke the sink and they were screaming. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I hope my face doesn't change as I'm yeah. asking questions. <laughs> but something was going on and I could just hear doors slamming and and yeah. it's, it's still hard. It's definitely different times. That's not a normal thing that happens. And I could edit a lot of the screams out, but yeah, just, you at know, at least we're not talking about Iranian missiles, you know, like the guy who was actually on ABC news or BBC or whatever it was. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. Tiffany, all of this has been so inspiring. What's your vision of where you're going next with all of this? So you focused on the product creation side or where are you going with this? Um, I, I I hate to say I'm focused on the product creation side because my focus is kind of evenly spread between these things. But, but yeah, I mean, now that the course is set up, I can kind of leave that where it is and let it help people. I tend to get fall in love with those people and work with them a little bit more than I should, which is fine. And I want that time to do that because it helps me. But, um, but yeah, really fostering mom genius now, which is my main company um, and letting those products come to life. And then, the marketing and selling and distribution of those, which is just now beginning. You know, I'm just starting that journey again, like I had with Ava. Um, thankfully, I have an incredible team that's done it many times over, multiple sister companies that are very successful under that venture. So um, yeah, that's my main focus is the rest of this year and next is going to be launching those products, both for myself and um, some of the products that we've licensed from inventors. Wonderful. Well, if anyone wants to reach you for your course, uh, I'm going to put all the links for everything in the show notes, but what's sure. the best way for someone to reach you um, by social media or your email? Yeah, um, it, they can just go to tiffanycrumans.com and um, the course is there. I've got a thing I'm doing right now with children. I'm going to be, that'll actually be tomorrow. So it's a little too late by the time this comes out to sign up for that first one. But I think what I'm going to do is um, while everybody's at home this year and school has been canceled, I'm going to do these ongoing children's inventor uh, Zoom events. So I'll work with these, these kids to bring their creations to life. Who knows? One of them might come up with some sort of crazy solution for something that actually matters, which would be really cool. Right. Um, but at the very least, <laughs> they will come up with something that keeps them occupied and have fun and be creative and not think about all the seriousness that's going on in this world right now. So they can find me at tiffanycrumans.com for all of that. Perfect. Well, do you have any final thoughts for people that might be watching? They've got some ideas that they want to develop and you know, what thoughts would you give at this time in the world today for them? Um, I don't know the quote, so I don't want to mess it up, but there's a quote about having an idle mind and that being a problem. Do you know that quote? Exactly how it goes. Yeah. Right now it's so important to keep busy. Yes. I love it. You're exercising in the morning, 
keep on track with your routine? Well, you know, I was thinking about this course I have and, and I almost wanted to pull it down. I felt, or, or make it free or something. I was freaking out a little bit about a week ago because I thought it's such a terrible time to ask anybody for any money to learn something. And then I kind of had an epiphany yesterday of that's the stupidest thing to think about all of this. I need to be thinking that there's so many moms and dads, people right now at home, some of, some of which are out of work, who may have considered going down the same path I've been down who maybe never, now this is gonna be very dated when someone watches this a year from now and the coronavirus is over, hopefully. Um, but as of right now, you know, maybe this is the only time they're gonna to have to actually dream and, and go, you know, what if I did bring that product to life? What if I did go down that path, you know, that so many people usually don't have the time to do. So I kinda, of, I had a full like, you know, light bulb moment of wait this is the time if, if anything what i've been teaching and doing is so relevant right now because people are reinventing themselves people are not having the choice to reinvent themselves maybe they've lost their job and they do have to launch a product or they do have to go down a different path than they've been on before so i'm hoping to just be some encouragement during that time and, and provide some some tools to keep their minds going so they're not idle and and sad or anxious during this time Wonderful. Well, Tiffany, thank you so much for taking your thank time you. today. I'm going to put everything in the show notes for people to follow you, follow your work, your courses, and we'll just keep watching what you're doing and cheering you sure. along the way. We're so inspired from all these years. It's been over 11 years since we first saw you. And thanks for all that you've done to inspire us over here with our programs. And stuff. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com.